Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed by guests and podcast participants are their own and do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of All About Me podcast, its host, or any affiliates or subsidiaries. Guests and participants are solely responsible for the content of their analysis, comments and opinions. GTV and Unshackled Productions produces this podcast for entertainment and informational purposes only. The podcast and its content are not intended to provide financial, legal or contractual advice. Nothing on this podcast should be considered a solicitation to buy or an offer to sell any commitment to any long-term music contract. The All About Me podcast is not responsible for any errors or omissions in reporting or for any actions taken based on the podcast's content. All About Me podcast its affiliates and subsidiaries also do not take responsibilities for music copyright infringements. That responsibilities rely solely on the artist. Music played is for promotional and entertainment purposes only. Lastly, this podcast may contain adult subject matter. Listening discretion is advised. Coming out of the podcast universe. At the speed of sound, straight to your ears. Prepare to be entertained. It's the All About Me podcast. With your host, Infinite and Brick. Hello, everyone. What's up? What's up? It's your man, Infinite. What up? It's your man, Brick. And another episode, actually episode 12 of the All About Me podcast. Let's get it. Yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about ghost writers and ghost singers. So, I'm going to let Brick start it off with his ghost writing. Okay, so I'm going to start out with the ghost writing. I'm going to just give y'all a couple facts, three names off the top that y'all could figure, um, hear and say, whoa, I didn't know they did that. So first, I'll start off with um, Ice Cube. He wrote for the entire NWA. I've seen videos of him talking about it. And his most recent, um, well, one of his most recent interviews for Ice Cube, I saw that he um, said that like for Easy, he didn't really know how to rap, so he really had to coach him and show him how to do everything when it came to the like rapid thing like he was the real mastermind behind all of that stuff and next we have um jay-z he wrote for foxy brown dr dre and memphis bleak which is kind of um like not astonishing but it's like it's it's crazy like see like well at least dr dre needed somebody to write from but hey somebody everybody could use help like the way i feel about it is as long as they don't act like they lived or like act like they were the originators or didn't give Jay Z the credit for that, that would be different. But or you gotta like it's kind of living the fake. It's like faking the funk type of thing, you know. Yeah. And then um, the last one I got is Nas. He wrote for um, Jermaine Dupri, Will Smith, Dr. Dre, Diddy, and Foxy Brown. So Bruh. those are just a <laughs> those are just a few of the names that. I can name off the top that that have um, been ghostwriting for other artists. Like, what artists do you feel have been ghostwriting? Or does it make you angry? How does it make you feel to find out some of your favorite artists or that you listen to have yeah, not um, written their songs? They've, they've had them written for them. Yeah, I know it's, it's frowned upon in hip-hop having a ghostwriter because in the genre of hip-hop, you have to be unique. And back in the day, they called it biting. Now, you have a whole other person writing your rhyme. 
that's not even coming from you, you know? So them words that are coming out of your mouth and, and if you're talking about some profound, prolific, you know, situations and you didn't pen that, that's, that's, that's crazy to me, you know? It's not authentic. You gotta be no. straight from the person. Man. Definitely. There's certain things to other too, like call it like reference tracks where somebody actually does the whole track for the person, sings it how it should be saying and stuff, <clears throat> but then the other person... The artist they want on the track does it over, and then it's their song. But they had the person before make the reference. So, how do you feel about that? Uh, I just, I, I mean, music is supposed to be a creative art, and to me, if you're gonna be up there as a front person, you should have created, you should have penned those lyrics. You should append those musical notes. You know, it's part of creation. It's just like um, going into the, um, you know, say the Sixteenth Chapel in Italy, if that's is if that's in fact where it is, and um, looking up at something that Michelangelo had supposed to be uh, had painted, and it was um, uh, actually um, brushed by uh, Boo Boo the Fool. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's it, it's it's to me it's it, it's fake, you know, and not with music. Like, music can't be fake to me, you know what I'm saying? It can't. I I I won't allow it. Or, and another thing, um, I I don't know the exact tracks. I don't have the references with me, but you can um go on Google or YouTube. It'll be it can show like there's videos of even I got Mad Love for Drake, but they got videos of him like, um. It was like he still like whole lines, like whole ten seconds of a song, or like what the what the artist said, and then he'll put it on his song and and like switch it up a little bit to make it sound sound like his. Like Soldier Boy got this song called um, "Turn My Swag On." He's like, "Hop up on my bed, turn my swag on," and then Drake Drake came out with a song. It goes like, "Tell me what's really going on." So it's like Soldier Boy was trying to show that that. Drake like stole his every like his cadence, how he said it, everything, and and like claimed it out as is, and probably got bigger off it than Soldier Boy did. And Soldier Boy was mad about that. Yeah, I mean, I w- I would be mad too, but it's all how the um the industry works. So mm-hmm. um, getting on to uh, other ghost type things because there's a lot of things in the uh, spiritual world. Pun, you know, trying to grab a pun on on, on ghosting. Um, I don't know if any of y'all remember, but probably some of y'all do. Millie Vanilli, mm-hmm. which was one of the um, biggest groups in the '90s, had a lot of dance tracks on MTV, on the radio, and things of that nature. Until one day, they were found out to be so-called frauds, and this actually took place. In Connecticut, at a place called Lake Compounds, which is across the street from the ESPN studios in Bristol, Connecticut, they were doing a live performance, and the uh, track, uh, the uh, vocal track, stuck, and it kept looping on one part of the song, and um, they, uh, you know, they got found out to be frauds because they were lip syncing. Yeah, so. Um, this happened back in 1989, but this isn't the first incident of the industry 
using people who really didn't sing on the tracks as front people when it came to the music videos and the performances. Um, back in the day, they had a uh, group and uh, it was called uh, Boney M, I think. And uh, Prince Buster's Al Capone. And the song was Baby Do Do You Want to Bump? Or Want to Bump, yeah. So they used um, people who were the front, people who would be in the videos and people who would go on stage to perform. I think uh, Macy Williams and Sheila were the uh, were supposed to be the backup singers, which was actually sung by the actual producer, and they just tweaked his voice in the studio. And then um, either Bobby Farrell or Brett, Mitchell was the uh, front man for Boney M. Uh, Baby, do you want to you want to bump? So, I mean, that was back in the 70s. And I believe they have incidences of this going back um, as far as the uh, 60s. Um, that song, I think it was in one of those uh, Disney movies, uh, The Lion Sleeps Tonight. They had uh, somebody who was a member of another band actually sing the song. And then the front person they put on it, which happens to be a model, because they used to do that in the music industry. They used to use models as the front people for the videos and the uh, and the uh, stage performances right. because you had to fit a certain image, you know, and um, they used these people as the front people and um, the people who actually sung the songs they couldn't go out and perform on you know the tours or couldn't be in the videos and um they even had tough times of getting credits as being the lead singer and that's 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 pretty crazy because if somebody could if i could come at you with my my song that i sang and wrote everything and i do it in the studio i record it but then you go behind my back and try to finesse me trying to have somebody else sing the song and be in the videos and performing the, something that I came up with is pretty crazy. And I also find it crazy that that is like they've been doing it they've been doing this for a long time and it's still going on today. Like the main thing is that the um the sex sells for me. So yeah, being like like looking good, you know yeah, like, imagery. Yeah. Exactly because it's looking good for their standards, like how you, like you got to look good to them. So, you know, right. So, um, the front people for Millie Vanilli was, um, Rob and Fab. Those were the people that you saw in the videos. Those are the people that you saw go on tour. Okay. But if I'm not mistaken, I believe the people who actually sung on the tracks was Charles Shaw. He did the rap aspect of Millie Vanilli and Brett Howell did the singing. So, I mean, there's, other incidences of this going on um and it, it, it's appalling that people would um do things like that with this imagery that they want to portray because the talent isn't good enough you know you can't only sound good you have to look good mm -hmm. and um martha wash from the uh weather girls who sung um it's raining men she became a victim of this too with um CNC Music Factory and the group Black Box along with uh Lolita Holloway 
both these sisters um, sung on tracks for these groups and wasn't credited and wasn't able to be in the videos or um, go out on tour with them or do performances. I mean, how do you feel about that? You know, knowing that you put your heart and soul into the track and now it comes time to make the video or go out on tour and they don't even ask you to be a part of the video or go on tour. How would you feel? Yeah, I would definitely feel some type of way because it's like, I, this thing came out of my brain. This thing came from me. Some people, some people had the capacity to do certain things and some people had, like everybody has their own certain thing that they're special at, you know? So it's like, it's like kind of shady to have somebody put in all this work in if you really know about like the music in the music industry, the artist is making all that money for the company, you know? So it's like one, they're making you so much money off the track that they recorded with y'all, but y'all ripping them off because they they can't go on the show, so they can't make their money. So they continue to 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 not well, I don't know their money status, but you know, coming up you most likely kinda broke, you know. So they do that. They get these um people that and then it's like somebody could take credit for something you did. Like you're all the people, the, all the fans that's astonishing. This one person is really supposed to be like going, going crazy and being astonishing for you. But since the people put it out, like they want the image of mm-hmm. you know that sexy person and yeah. the person got to look good. The person doesn't get the doesn't get to reap the proper rewards of 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 what they put out. And let's be for real. Most of the time when you're listening to music, it's either in your ear, off your phone, or, you know, back in the day when they used to have Walkman and Discman, or you're Mm -hmm. listening to it in your car, on the car radio and stuff like that. You're not seeing that imagery, but you're still enjoying the music. So why can't that go for the same when you're looking at the video or going to a show and watch them perform? Facts. I don't understand where the industry got that idea from. But um yeah, getting back to the Martha Wash and Lolita Holloway, um I believe the people who uh were uh they who replaced them was um Catherine Quinnell and Zelma Davis were the um front people for those uh groups, Black Box and CNC Music Factory. They're the ones that you saw in the videos and they're the ones that um went out and did the shows. So um I don't know. The industry is it is kind of funny when it comes to that because of this imagery um music isn't supposed to be about imagery and what you look like it's supposed to be how good you sound you know Facts. What I'm <laughs> Facts. yeah definitely uh, another incident um with technotronics um pump up the jam and she had one other um one other song that was uh big back in the um 90s um i forget right now but uh y'all kidding k she was the one that was actually on the vocals and the person that um that they put in front in the videos and in the performance was a uh, lady by the name of Feli. So uh, she was the front person, but that later got corrected. So here's, these are some incidences that, you know, Millie Vanilli wasn't the only one. They weren't the first. Um, and, um, but they made the biggest news. You know, they, they actually brought this to the forefront and people started doing investigation and finding out, you know, what was really going on in the uh, music industry and why they needed this imagery to sell the music, you know. So um, 
So back in the uh, 89 and the early 90s, there was a few bands that um, fell into that category. And um, Seduction was one of them. They had some fakery on that, according to the uh, the documentary I watched. Um, Black Box, of course, Millie Vanilli, of course, Technotronic and CNC Music Factory all fall under this category of faking the funk and putting people in the forefront in the uh, performances and music videos, but not having them in the studio, you know? So I don't understand that, man. Uh, when you add the business to it, it just, it just changes things up and it's, right. and it's you know, yeah. it's just going to put a, a, a damper on the music experience going forward. And I'm pretty sure these won't be the last incidences of this happening. But I mean, for me, it, it, it's got to stop. You know, let the people who actually made the music be the people that you see on stage and in the videos. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, aren't we supposed to be a, a politically correct world now? So, you know, let's keep it real. That's right. what music is supposed to always be, is real. Facts. Um, I got a question. Do you think like any of the artists, I mean, not the artists, but like the replace I, well this is a bad word but for lack of better words the replacements like they they put for us to, well for the people to see do you think they knew like or like how you think they felt about doing it like you know take like oh yeah this person recorded this song but we need you to do the video and we need you to do the album cover like i'm not even the one who's saying it why y'all need me for it like truthfully even though, they was getting paid Words. So like, I don't yeah. think they even question it, and it was a it was a, a, a opportunity for them to to be, seen. be out in the forefront and to be seen. And uh, on occasions, some of these people did have talent. They just didn't. They just wasn't the original people on the tracks that they were the front people for. So they did have the talent. So they were probably able to use that opportunity of being known as the front person and being seen and stuff like that to go ahead and go ahead and take their own talents and manifest um, some sort of success off of that. Or, right. hey, so I got the history from Unc. I gave y'all some history, but all in all, I want y'all to know, do your own shit. <laughs> For real. For real, man. Music is supposed to be real, you know? It's supposed to be about you, like the shit that you express, the shit that you feel and think in your brain and Stuff you come you come up with, not like with another person. Come yeah, up. your brainchild. You know, you gave birth to it through thought. So you know, don't let other people get credit for it, and certainly don't let the industry prostitute it. I understand sure. there's a certain aspect of the music that has to be about business, but don't make it all about business. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying, man. Don't forget the art about it. Yes, well said. The art. All right, so you want to um, contribute anything else to it? Yeah, so anybody that's listening to this and can give us any ideas of anything that you know about people, ghostwriting or ghost singing or any type of music problem, or you just want to be heard on a podcast, just make sure y'all hit us up, leave some comments, make sure y'all subscribe. We're going to be coming at y'all with more content all the time. And just Definitely. Make sure y'all tap in. Any and- artists you want to be heard, tap them in with us. Yeah, and um, we're definitely going to um, touch back on this because we're going to delve a little bit deeper into it because, I mean, this is something that, you know, needs to be 
to the forefront, man. You can't have people out here faking the funk because you out here spending your hard-earned money for those for those streaming rights, and you out here spending your hard-earned money to go to these shows. So you want some authenticity to the whole aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, just 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 like he said, it's like you're doing it for the fan. Feel me? So. A fan want their money's worth. They don't want the half-assedness of it. You know, they want they they want what they pay for. So if they pay for you, they pay for you. They're not paying for the background person or the the the, the fake you. They want the real you. They pay sixty whatever price they pay. They want to see you, not the the second version, like yeah, the secondary. Exactly, and and not to say that background singers won't become the forefront singer, you know, because mm-hmm. there's been many situations where people who have been backup singers in bands or for other um singers who become the uh, main um act themselves. So we're not trying to disrespect any background singers. We're just trying to say that if you're the one that sing it, that's the people we want to see in the videos and on the stage. Facts. We don't want to be lied to. Just tell the truth. There you go. <laughs> So, all right, so break, giving them socials so we can have people get in contact with us, whatever's on their mind. Yes, sir. Y'all know, follow me on Instagram at GTV Brick. It's GTV B R I C K. And then my other Instagram, well, our other Instagram is the GTV video page, which is GTV at GTV BLP. Contact us if you want to interview none on camera, if you want to um, set the stage, mic video, or if you want a music video done or any type of video, just holler at us and we can try to work something out. Definitely. And also hit us up on our All About Me podcast social media page. Mm-hmm. Tap in. All About Me podcast seven. That's the number seven, not the number seven. It is the number seven. I'm messing up. It's not the word seven. Mm-hmm. So hit us up, and that's on the on the uh, gram, All About Me Podcast 7. And we also have a group on Facebook, All About Me Podcast. And if you want to hit me on my personal Instagram, you can hit me up at GTV7, and that is the word seven. So hit us up. Let us know what you're thinking. Critique us. Show us that love. Show us that hate. But just interact with us. We want to hear from you. Yeah, send us some topics y'all want to hear on this. Send us anything. All right. So with that being said, never let the sun set on the day. You don't increase your knowledge. Education promotes elevation. And travel in peace. You heard me? And we say bye-bye. Missy Misdemeanor Elliot once said, music makes her lose control. And yes, that is true, but the All About Me podcast, which talks about music, can do the same fucking thing. The All About Me podcast hosted by Infinite and Brick. You better ask somebody. This ends another show. We appreciate you listening. Hit us up on all social media. Hit us up on all social platforms at All About Me Podcast. Until next time. Be easy and travel in peace.